0: Hello and welcome to the Hash Rugby Chat episode 140-odd, um, lots and lots of them, yes, and you know what, there might be no rugby, but hey, that doesn't stop us talking about rugby, uh, because hey, there's always stuff to talk about that rugby, even if we do um, go back and talk about should we revert to the original laws of the game, um, or should we stick with ones as they are now, uh, obviously only having 15 players is way too few, it should be unlimited, clearly Um, We might get into those kind of retro episodes in the next few months. But hi, uh, joining this evening is Herman. How you doing, sir? Um, Yeah, these days that's kind of an open question, isn't it? Well, (laughs) uh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I guess good, but we'll see. So, what's the what's the what's the situation over in uh, in Sweden? Are you uh, are you self-isolating? Have you been locked down? Are all the restaurants Mm -hmm. and things closed? I'm, I'm not going to bore all the viewers with too much detail, but Sweden, I actually choose a little bit of different
1: path with the coronavirus. We haven't put any like hard lockdown yet and we haven't stopped schools from going Ooh. there. So we're having there are a lot of discussions in Sweden right now. If we're doing the right, way are not. The UK did the same thing, but apparently this morning, UK decided to change the strategy because it's going to be too many deaths. But. Let's leave that out of it. Let's talk rugby. I'm I'm re- I'm thinking about Corona. We had twenty three hours of a night, so really, I'm looking I, for a fr- some free space here.
0: <laughs> I was looking for, I was looking forward to whole big conversations to uh, the the effects of pickled fish on um, uh on your, on the immune yeah. system because I, I I love a good smorgasbord yeah. and um yeah those pickled fish pick, pickled herring fantastic stuff more pickled herring that's what I say. Um, the, <laughs> the <laughs> Herman, Herman like no Paul, please do not go down that route we are trying to talk about rugby um so yeah basically there is no more rugby um as as for the foreseeable future um even today the what, I, what my my final refuge was going to be club rugby in new zealand and that has now been put off um uh, until the 12th of april um and i was all, i was looking forward to the season kicking off this weekend uh, tasman did kick off last weekend um so that's um, that, that's that that's kind of uh, what um, what was my last refuge and yeah I I've no idea what I'm going to do this weekend now, um, so any any, uh, uh, any any kind of ideas as to what people should do on their weekends with them, um, with 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 no rugby which which retro rugby um, eras should we be going back to look at? Um, I already started with actually because.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and I I I, I took the East. I was actually first revisiting this last World Cup again. I did like a big, big, big in-depth. Uh, yeah, John, you like this because I all I watched all the celebration videos from South Africa well, John. one more time. And John, sorry. Yeah, and 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 sorry, and it's also. Um, that actually is a subject we can talk about maybe today or some other day in depth because it's really fascinating to follow South African rugby and see how the, the black population is really embracing the sport now. Like, it's Springbok green is black now too. You know, it's amazing to see. It it has really happened. It's, I mean, who would have thought? Who would have, And I heard I had I have some friends in South Africa who give me the same. They say they go to the mall and they see black kids even on weekdays wearing the Bokker jersey now
0: too. It's like, it's amazing yeah. we, don't, we, don't, we don't even see um, all black jerseys around malls in new zealand uh, good evening john good to have you here how are you doing sir
2: um, well thank you i'm just um, concerned what's happening in sweden because it seems like that like the rest of sweden is fading away and all that we see is uh, <laughs> uh, i
1: have i have an answer for you about john have you seen apocalypse now yeah I'm Colonel Kurtz, you know. I'm hiding here in the shadow. Are
2: you sure you're not like coming out from the water?
1: Now that's the one who kills Colonel Kurtz. Ah, ah. (laughs)
2: Colonel Kurtz, sitting in the ah, shade. (laughs) Yeah, like a reading poetry loud. Either there's a there's an app which is there's an app there that he has that we should all be playing with this weekend. Okay, Paul. When you ask him what to do, that Herman has, or a uh, coronavirus has made everything fuzzy um, <laughs> in you. in Sweden.
0: You don't have to. Do it her, well.
2: Barring Herman Hermit.
0: Now this this won't mm-hmm. work for people who are on the um, who actually watching the show, but for for Herman and um, uh, and and John, I've now blurred my background. So John, so John now feels like the old one out, he's the only one without blurred background on the on the group chat.
2: How do you do um, that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fun- Should it's I fun- call a teenager? It's a function in Skype. Well, try a five-year-old. Yes, I'm, I'm the they'll, they'll understand yeah, call how it my, works, Call a teenager. Like, come and, <laughs> come and do the IT for me. <laughs> Actually, it's very good, Paul. So, um, yeah. for those it's of you, good. for those eagle-eyed of you, you might notice I'm in Arshwind's, um office today. So, yes, I am. I'm up in Auckland away for, uh, in, a, in a temporary studio. I have relocated here um, for now. Um, the um, But some, so boys, Super Rugby. Last weekend, um, obviously the Haguaris and the um, Highlanders was, uh, was was called off um, in the end. Um, and the very last game of rugby was the Brumbies versus the Waratahs. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys in, enjoy the round of Super Rugby? Will that um, d- did you manage to put on some rugby fat to to get you through the lean period now? <laughs> rugby <laughs> fat.
2: I like that. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, mean, actually, I watched, uh, The only game I haven't I was, watched in full was what? the um, Sorry, was a, was a Sharks versus Stormers. I watched all the others in full to make sure I had my my, my, my full quote or as much quote of rugby as I could.
1: Uh, I, I, I didn't watch Crusader Sun Wolves, but I watched all the other ones. And. Uh... It was actually kind of a sad feeling because I realized then, because we're probably a little bit ahead of the curve here in Europe and uh, down in Oceania. So I realized, oh, no, this is going to be the last Super Rugby game for the season. That's just what, the way it's going to play out. So I had that feeling with me. And it was it was quite hard to enjoy the rugby, actually, because that feeling was, I re, it's going to be painful. And it is painful.
0: Mm. John, did you, manage, did you catch much rugby or have you... Uh or, 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 or I are you going to catch detox some, Not time? a lot. Um,
2: I, I gleefully imbibed um, the Sharks, mm-hmm. um, who are quite an embodiment of what Herman was talking about, the embracing of, of rugby by by the black community, in that, uh, that Sharks backline, which is really the, the thing that separates them from most of the teams in the competition is overwhelmingly stocked with non-white players. And of those players, most of them are black Africans, which is just terrific to see, to see the strike power that they have. Uh, So, yeah, so that was great to see. And, of course, the Sharks are sitting top of the log, seven out of eight wins. And their single loss to the Hurricanes was the Saturday that Kerwin Bosch went home, uh, went back to South Africa for a... A family bereavement, that's their only loss when they their playmaker went went back, their, their on-field general there, back line, and um, so they're sitting top of the competition in great-looking, great stead, and the competition's cancelled. It is. So, um, yeah. I know it's postponed, <laughs> but uh, the likelihood of it being completed, I think, is quite low. So, it's a bit of a bummer, because the Sharks haven't been in this sort of... Form probably since 07 when they hosted the final and lost the final. Uh, With three, the Bryan Minutes. Oh gosh. <laughs> four, I, I <laughs> yeah, was. I, really I, I was part. watching that game. I was watching that game. I, I had had an opportunity to go to the game, but I had something else on uh, early in the afternoon, and I was watching that game, and I saw that gap that he went through, and I jumped up from the TV and I ran to it, and I was pointing to him said, fill that gap. Close that gap! <laughs> went,
0: right? um, so if John had the been the there, they'd have heard the him ruck. shouting from the, the stands, and they'd still have filmed in the rock. No. What's huh? so that? if John had been at the ground, they'd have heard you from the stands, and they'd have filmed. Yeah, the gap they would
2: have heard, you. and they'd have won. Yeah. <laughs> because they didn't hear me from thirty-five kilometres away, because I was the ball was still in the rack, and I was pointing. Close that!
1: Close that gap! Close that gap.
2: Um, but yeah, the sharks probably haven't been this strong relative to the rest of the competition since 07, and uh, and there, there, there she blows, as
1: I would say. Yeah, and it's extra sad, too, because the Sharks, too, I haven't, like, they've been like in the, in the middle mud of Super Rugby for some time, and also they've been playing, they're winning, but they're playing so exciting rugby, too. I mean, they, are, they must watch TV, and but from my understanding, Paul, the Sharks have got huge props in New Zealand, too, for the way they're playing rugby.
0: Oh, yeah, they have. Now, one of the things I have done, by the way, folks, um, for is that I did a video uh, yesterday or the day before yesterday. I can't remember now. Anyway, I've done a video um, where I've looked at how difficult the schedule has been for each of the teams um, running into uh, uh, so far this season. Um, and by my calculation, the Sharks have had the 12th um, most difficult um, season. So they've had a very easy season uh, of it, Out, out of 12, 12, 12 out of 15th. They've not had a particularly difficult season, but as you say, they, you can only play the teams in front of you, and they have produced the produced the results. Um, so if you want to go, when you a, say
2: but, the twelfth most difficult, are you talking about playing the strength of their schedule? You talking about how strong their teams are that they've played relative on the low?
0: Um, according to how I how, how strong I think the teams are this year, yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <Speaking laughs> to what's called yeah. the PI. Paul uh, index. index. If, if we you use can't... if we use the finishing places of where, where they all finished at the end of last season, then they have the seventh um, st- um, strongest, se- seventh um, weakest. Oh, sorry, seventh strongest um, ke- um, one. But I wouldn't call the Bulls and the and the um, and the uh, well, actually, they didn't play the lines. I wouldn't say the Bulls were, for example, were as good as they were last year. For example, so who, who finished fairly hard. the stand out. There. So if you want to go and see, check that out. Go check out drivingmore.com. Um, I've gone through every team. Um, and and uh, mm-hmm. looked at what their the average strength of their of their schedule over the full season, and then also the um, strength over the um, uh, you know, uh, season to date as well. So, over the full season, the Sharks' um, entire season would have been the thirteenth most difficult. So they got one of the easiest um, schedules of all. Um, and in, in that, fact, you're not factoring in travel, right? They uh, have, true, you I'm not you haven't factoring you know, in factoring that. travel.
2: That's correct. I mean, there's a there's a huge difference between playing four going across the ocean and playing four games in Australia, and New Zealand, versus the incredible wear and tear on the Blues that they came to South
0: Africa for two. But uh, true, uh, true. But there's, there's 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 all sorts of other variables you can throw in there. But I've I uh, just, just looking at who, who they've played against. Yeah, that's and if you want to have, I say check it out. Go to drivemore.com. Um, and, um, and and you'll see 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 that the details of all of it there. Um, Stephen Harris points out that this is that um, the, 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 the COVID nineteen is just a conspiracy to derail the twenty twenty blues um, yeah. season. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I thinking I, of you. Sp-
1: sp- sp- spare a thought, spare a for it's all it's the Liverpool football, football club fans, fans, fans too. Fans. They gotta be like, what is wrong?
0: <laughs> um, so the. Um, uh, so so yeah so that's so so that that that's there so guys as you say um, sharks top Brumby second crusaders third blues fourth chiefs fifth hurricanes um sixth stormers seventh and Haguar is eighth those are the eight teams in the finals positions as we go into um this um this uh this, this as as it stands now now there's also been the different number of games different teams have played as well to be to be honest but am from my mind the, that top eight is probably the, the best eight. I, I think that's a fair reflection on who have been the best eight teams in the competition this season. I'm well,
1: not I'm not completely in agreement. I think Reds for starters had something brewing. they are looking good and they are, their losses have been very unlucky and they're, I mean I think if the season would have continued I would have thought that the Reds would have moved up moved up quite a bit in the ladder. but, but
0: year to date, They've won two games, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I know that, Paul. So, <laughs> but saying, if you watch how we best... played
1: and the form of a the team, they're looking very good. The um, and... I mean, d- how many do have a lost... general? That's their
2: problem.
1: I mean, I mean, how many team? I mean, it's unbelievable. But Reds lost. They lost with four points against the Saders in the Christchurch, and they were unlucky to lose that one, uh, Reds. I mean. Well, if kick you kick your left eleven points on the field or something like that. If you're not and, going to train uh, your kicker to kick, it's your own fault. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> still, that, that's that's kind of an easy fix, you know. I, I'm still I'm still persisting that things looking rather good for the Reds.
0: Okay, so so you you're you you Sorry, carry on. Paul. No, no. no we'll I was going to say the problem. Top, top the problem eight. that the Reds had. The problem
2: the Reds have when I watch them is there's this two fault sense. One is they don't know how to win. Um, They they seem to be lacking in something there, whether it's a confidence to take the game by the scruff of the neck and win. And they seem to be lacking in a general to control play. So I know they've moved James O'Connor to 10 and he sparks the back line, but the ability to put the back line away is not always congruent with the ability to control the game. And make sure it's played in the right areas, and make sure that you dictate terms to the opposition. Right? So um, I think that that's where they're lacking. They're lacking in an on-field general, and they're lacking in the ability to just manufacture a win, which is, of course, the great uh, strength of the Crusaders, where they can win ugly. So even when they're not playing well, they have the ability to win. So yeah, so that. That's that's where I think the the Reds, you know, the Reds almost need to to get on a roll, right? In in the competition and develop develop a winning habit. Uh, and mm-hmm. then I think there's a lot there's a lot to be admired about how uh, Ruben, uh, not Ruben right. Brad Brad Thorn, Brad Thorn has has led them and developed them as players, right? And there seems to be an attitude of no excuses there, which is great because I think they had way too many excuses for way too long there at the Reds for underperforming. But uh, yeah, it's almost like they need to just cross that hump, but I think the key might be a real, a real 10. Not that James O'Connor is not talented, but I don't know if he's quite got that, that general nouse.
1: That, that, I mean, it, it's a very young team, Reds, too, so they're still mm. learning, But I, but I'm still mm. Usually, what happens as soon as you're absolutely right, them. But as soon as a young team goes over that bump and we start real, ah, this is how you win. Then a young team like that can really start flying, you know, because the confidence is going to go through the roof. Right. But they're not there yet, but they're knocking on the door. I would say they're knocking on you the see, door. You see the
2: difference. The difference between, say, uh, James or Connor, even though he's older, and Hirn and Bosch, is they have both got a lot of speed. They both got. Great handling, they both put the back line away, but Kerwin Bosch has got an unbelievable boot.
1: Yeah, (laughs) he
2: does. His tactical kicking as well, from hand, the length that he gets on his kicks, his placements, his ability, even his dropouts are um, amazing, the height that he gets to put his forwards underneath dropouts that he takes. All these kind of tactical kicking things which the Sharks are taking their tactical kicking to the next level. Uh, And that is complement to the fact that they have that strike power. And that's just the thing. I think James O'Connor strikes me as somebody that possibly his best utilization would be coming into that channel on second, third, fourth phase rather than dictating from first phase where you need to put the sort of fear of oppositional kicking in opposition. Because the, the, he doesn't strike that kind of fear, that he can pinpoint laser those kicks uh, for position across the field.
0: It's interesting that they, mm-hmm. the um, so Sunsar came out with so they, they produce a, round, a, a team of the round each each round, uh, which is based on stats, um, and they they've done a team of the tournament so far, um, and James O'Connor is it's in. It's littered with
1: Reds players, isn't it?
0: With 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 James O'Connor in that ten jersey.
1: Uh, that's wrong, but but, but I, I saw that team this morning and I realized no 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 James O'Connor is not there. But I I guess that comes from they have scored the most tries in the tournament so far and he probably has the most try assists or something like that. Is that why he's so high?
0: Uh, it could be. I don't know. I've not um, I've not checked and I, don't, I don't know why, which, what which what the um the situation
1: but, is. But I put a put a I mean this is like just. Uh, Con- contemplating pondering question in my head when I was watching this week and I was watching the Reds and before like imagine that Reds team and if they get Aaron Cruden and Damian McKenzie at 10 and 15
2: mm-hmm. they
1: would be they would mm-hmm. be the best team in the comp probably that's how I mean closer.
2: James O'Connor I think would be a really good 12 for them needed yes. they needed need 10 yeah uh,
1: but they ma- they need imagine a 10. Aaron Cruden in that 10 in the Reds with that mm-hmm. With that kind of young team and that work mentality, I mean, the work morale they have in the team, oh my God. But that's just me. That's not going to happen, obviously.
2: No, you're right, because look at the difference Aaron Cruden has made in that Chiefs team this year.
1: Yeah, he's been very different.
2: It's made a world of difference having a true 10.
0: Yep. Yeah. Totally agree. So a couple of um, so so John, you didn't ask the question though. Um, do you think the current top eight are is is a, is a good indication as who the top eight teams are in the competition this year?
2: I don't think uh, I don't think the Brumbies are number two.
0: Oh no no, but uh, if no, I, I don't um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll talk about the order in a second. But um, the actual eight teams themselves.
2: Can I run through them again,
0: please. So Paul? Sharks, Brumbies. But you said
2: Brumbies are two, and I just went my my internal <laughs> system went. Uh, 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 well, so go through Br- them again.
1: Br- Brumbies could. E- Sorry, Paul. Brumbies could easily be number one. The only loss was like the most stupid loss when we lost against the Blues at home. They were totally the better team in that game.
0: They've also had the easiest set- schedule of the season for, uh, out of anybody. Um, the okay, so Sharks, Brumbies, Crusaders, Blues, Chiefs, Hurricanes, Stormers, and Warris. Sharks, Brumbies, Crusaders, Blues. Yep. Chiefs, Hurricanes. After. Stormers and Jaguars. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I think the Brumbies uh,
2: shouldn't be too. They, I mean, their results might be that high, but they, as you say, their schedule is is way easier. The the teams that they up against in um, in Australia are poor compared to the rest of the competition, and uh, their travel schedule is way lighter. So yeah, I think that that's pretty much that's pretty much right in the. I think that they are better than the rest. Better than the yep. They're better than the teams in South Africa that are trying to rebuild. That's the Lions and the
0: Bulls. Yep. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. So okay. So so the only ones we've got. So a bit of discussion about is whether the Reds would um, potentially get in there. Um, but with that, that is assuming that they carry on their development curve because they haven't really shown because they haven't been able to get those. They haven't able to get the results, um, even if they have put in, put in some good performances um, so far this season. Mm-hmm. So if we were to go straight to finals with those eight, um, mm-hmm. would you be... would Do you think that's one way we could finish the season off, by going straight to finals with those eight? Sure, there's a bit of maybe the order's not quite right, but hey, at least we've got the right eight teams um, and, and they can dink it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if if there is three three weeks free, so that they can just do a, like a quick playoff to do. Uh, um, but that's very tricky to do in Super Rugby, with the, the traveling is going to be involved. You know, it would for a natural great, competition. For, for a natural competition, that would be rather easy. The um, but yeah, to do the, it with Super Rugby, I mean, god damn. Well,
0: we have we have until June. You know. Um, Sorry, carry on, Paul. We, do, we, do, we, don't, have to, we don't have to start the, the final series until June. So we've got the rest of March, all of April, and all of May to sort out this thing. We've got two and a half months away. Potentially, that is one of the ways the, 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 the season could come to a close.
2: There's
0: a couple of issues here. Okay. Right. One is,
2: I, I think that it might take longer than three months. Yeah. Right. It I will. think it might take a lot longer... And Herman, who's right there in in uh, Europe, and sees what the effect has been on Italy and Spain and France, um, and and uh, the CDC in the United States have now recommended no gatherings more than ten people. Um, a friend of mine is a pastor in Boston. The Boston, the Massachusetts governor has declared no gatherings above, I think, 25. So they've gone to virtual church services. So I think we might be in for quite a few months of this, um, yep. and especially in the southern hemisphere, you know, we're going into winter, right? So there,
1: and these virus some... like the cold.
2: So this is this is the issue: is that it might it might actually take off running in certain areas, and so this cross-pollination. Um, and the irony is that virus looks like a like a pollen that um this pollination might be a problem so that's one number two is the thing that people don't realize about the super rugby because we've we've been in it for twenty three seasons years. now twenty four seasons
1: 25 is that it's a 25 year anniversary John <laughs> have you missed <laughs> that
2: 25 25 <laughs> seasons that's right 96 so this would be the 25th season but the thing that um, The thing that people don't realize is that if you take go across the whole of the 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 whole of the competition, there are three teams ever that have crossed an ocean and won a playoff game. Yep. There are two teams and those three teams are the Chiefs, the Crusaders and the Sharks. There are two teams ever that have done it more than once. Right? And that's the Sharks and the and the Crusaders, right? So you think about that. That in twenty six seasons, three teams across all of these teams have ever won, crossed an uh, an ocean and one. And simply, it's not only the travel; it's the fact that you play. And the following week, if you, you are try. traveling, the following week you play, right? So I remember, if it wasn't last year, it was the year before. My son came through to me when I was busy sitting in the lounge. My son came through and said, um, Dad, uh, I just read something here that um, that uh, the, the the quarterfinal is this Saturday. So he's sitting in New Zealand and, and this South African team, he says, played last week in South Africa and they have to play on Saturday. So imagine this is a 15, 16 year old who sort of broke just happened around him. Now he's getting into it, now he's looking at it. He's travelled, having grown up in South Africa, visited New Zealand and then emigrated. He's done that trip. He knows the effects of of, of jet lag going from west to east, which is the worst part. Harder. Yes. It's harder, always west to east. And so he knows how long it affects you. Normally it takes about ten days before you feel normal. Right? At least a week before you feel vaguely normal. And he so he comes through to me, he says, Dad, um, I just said they played in South Africa on Saturday night, which is Sunday in New Zealand time, and they have to play here in New Zealand on Saturday. That must be a mistake. That can't be right. I said, no, <laughs> no, no, really. He came through like there must be a typo in the what I what I read on the internet. The reporter has got it wrong because in his mind, not having grown up in it and having experienced the consequences, it just was ludicrous to him, that you could expect a team to do that, right? And so I said to him, no, my boy, that's it. And his response was, oh, come on, dad. I said, really, that's what it is. He said, but that's, "That's that's rubbish. How can that possibly? And we have been in it for all these years. We haven't, and it works both ways, of course, because other teams, it might not be so bad east to west, but it still has an effect, Right? So if you take that order that you're talking about, Paul, is I don't know if that's really fair, because certainly the Brumbies shouldn't be two. But if it's all that we're going to get, I suppose this is the better-than-nothing scenario.
0: I, the other way we could do it is to average the points per game, because the uh, Stormers have played one more game and only have one more point than everyone else, and that, and that, that, that way we can get them down, down, to, down to third. <laughs> <laughs> and put the Brumbies at number one. Um well, the another option too is to actually make a
1: four-round playoff to let 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 the winner team get a bye from the fourth round, and then let's just put number one against fifteen to. I mean, actually, number two against fifteen, number three against fourteen. You could do it like that too. So that way, you will everyone will get a shot at the playoffs. So no no complaints from anyone afterwards. Mm.
2: The, um, yeah. So anyway, these are just some of my thoughts. I think yeah. that the, the overall list is correct, uh, but I do think that the
1: that, brumbies that the, are the too old, high. <laughs> Did you get? That? Did I say that? Message um, is clear, John.
2: <laughs> what has amazed me is um, how the stormers have fallen off.
1: Right. Well, and, we lost. I mean, I, I put some money work on work them, for, but. They lost pretty much the three best players, didn't they? Please don't bet on the sharks.
2: Okay.
1: No, no, I stay away from them <laughs>
2: Don't bet on the sharks, please. That's my team. is yeah, no, 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 gonna no.
1: work out fine for me now. I'm gonna get a refund most likely, so I'm not too sad about it. Look <laughs> I,
2: you're right. The, I do think the loss of Peter Stef to toys made a huge difference to that team. Peter but Stefton they toy, don't have a backline. line. Um, that's their problem with storm.
0: Uh, Khaleesi and who's the third one? Oh, oh, sorry. Um also yeah, Speace. What's it?
1: Also, losing out on Bongi and Sia yeah. is huge, I mean, I mean... It's, uh, <laughs> the three, the three really players like, are missing...
0: Sorry, say again, mate? Herman, run us through the, th- the three players that are missing. Uh, Peter, step the toy,
1: obviously, Sia, Colise, and Bongi. Mm. That's three starting Springboks, I mean... Mm. In the, I mean, in the Springbok pack, it's huge. You could probably argue that Springbok has the best back row in the world, and they got two or three of those, you know. that's Of course, that's going to hurt the team, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um,
2: and their number eight looks really good, by the way. I like the look of that eight. Augustus, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Big boy.
2: However, I will say this, that the um, the move of Skumbuto Noche to the Sharks has invigorated their pack because he's given them a skillful, fast, linking player, which they didn't have before. Uh, kind of like the Ryan Kankowski-type player, although he seems to have a better offload um, in his arsenal than Kankowski did, but at least they've they got that linking player the Sharks have. Uh, so, yeah. So that And I, I think um, Mbunambi is an underestimated player, right? I really yeah, do. Yeah. I think he is a tremendous
1: rugby player. Me too. Yeah, I mean, uh, what, what he did actually taking Malcolm Marks' spot in the Springboks, I mean, and he did it by performances, which was
2: exactly,
1: I, I, I no one could predict that really a year out. Exactly.
2: If you think two years before, Marks was pushing, really pushing hard for World Rugby Player of the Year, and uh, yeah, that's a tremendous performance. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to, I know it's my team, but I'd just like to also point out. The difference in changing coaches has made to the shots.
1: Yeah. Oh, the
0: attitude. The, whole, the just, whole, just, just, just the, the, depressed the mafia just is out it. of town.
1: <laughs> What's that, mate? The, the depressed mafia is out of town finally, and things start to click again. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: I can't. I, I remember. What did he call the bunch of palucas, or I don't know? He called. The, he had something the, that he called the press. But if you think that. No, mate, that's just wrong. What is? Sorry. I didn't even get my coffee in time before right, this started. I was running around boys. trying to get this thing
1: set up. This different computer. I think I think Herman's right, going and and to then run.
2: You go and crack one of those.
1: That's boys, not I, I need to leave you now. I, I have an appointment at the hospital. It's not about the corona. Don't worry. I'm not. I might have one afterwards. It's always a bit nervous to go where these days. But I I see you all so, soon enough. Have all a best. good day. Cheers, Thank you,
0: mate. Herman. Bye bye. Um, the so yes, that's one thing. Um, the yeah, no, the the attitude of that team, just the the, the just looking looking to have fun um, is is a massive mm. thing. And a lot of players, um, when you talk to them, they do interviews. They talk about the need to enjoy your rugby um, at the end of the day. And yes. Look, yes, they are professional people. But look, you're going to get a better performance if you're happier. End of story. So. Hence, you need to make well, fun. you think about all of us, mate, it doesn't matter where we work, it doesn't
2: matter if you're working on a farm, in an office, in a hospital, um, on a road crew, um, in a store. If the environment and the culture and the environment that you're working in is a joyous one, right? Then everybody performs better. And it just appears that uh Dupria is is one of those guys that comes in and makes a, a good change to start with, but then he's just too severe ongoingly. Because if you think that the the fact that the Sharks have lost just take the two the, the dupre twins, those are two world world class players that are gone. And the team is exponentially better, right? Yep. It really is. So, and whether or not you thought Robert Dupree should start or it was nepotism, whatever the story was, to have Robert Dupree, even as a backup 10, Dupree is a good 10. Yep. He might not be as mercurial and as athletically gifted as Kevin uh, but a better defender and and a good solid 10. So you've lost three Two world world class players and a and a good backup ten and the team is so much better. Right. And so you've got to give some credit here to to the coach. Yes, you can say chair has made a difference and he certainly has. I, I'm very impressed with him. And yes, Skumbutso uh, Noche has made a difference. And yes, I also think that the return of Craig Burden has restored like some impact off the bench because that's what he was famous for before he went north, uh, to uh, play in the... the uh... Who did he play for, by the way? You're the man in those on Hemisphere teams. Who did Craig Burton go to?
0: Well, um, I can't remember now.
2: Anyway, but he his great impact was to come on for uh, John Smith or to come on for Bismarck and provide that impact with ball in hand at Hooker in the last 30 minutes. So, yes, there is, but when you consider the absolute amazing abilities of the student prayer twins, you would think, oh, they would take a little step backwards, but they haven't. And that's a huge credit to that coach, who, by the way, once again, we see a teacher proving to be a really, really good rugby coach. Yep.
0: So it's, and it's amazing
2: how many teachers have have been such good
0: rugby coaches so San francais where he's come from, is where, where, where he's come from um yeah no it, it, it is it, it's been a fantastic ch- turnaround by the um, by the sharks um one name that's um, that has popped up um, is that perhaps Jake white might come back to be the uh, bulls head coach um, mm-hmm. or, or director of rugby sorry yeah yeah you're shaking your head at that one No, I'm shaking my head not that he wouldn't do a good job. I'm just shaking
2: my head at how the wheel is turned because for for your viewers that don't know, Jake White, um, his bridges with South African rugby teams were, were, when I say South African rugby teams, let me rephrase. His bridges with the Afrikaans parts of South African rugby were well and truly burned after 2007. He was so loathed. And I know we've said this before, but just a reminder: he was so low that during the 07 World Cup, his job was advertised while they were still playing the tournament. Right? It's it's a it's a decision that is so utterly bad that the beggars believe they advertise his job while they are competing in the tournament. They go on and win it, and he was like, oh, "I'm out of here." Right? And he tells the story in his book that at the beginning of 07 when he returned from summer holidays after Christmas, remembering your Northern Hemisphere um, uh, viewers that if Christmas and summer is the same time in the North, Southern Hemisphere. So he comes back from summer and Christmas holidays in the year that he's going to try and win the World Cup with the Springboks. And they, he found his office had been packed up. South African Rugby headquarters in Pretoria, His office had been packed up and all his stuff put in boxes and taken down to his new office Next to the air conditioning unit in the basement. Right. Now, if you want a
0: signal from your employer
2: that we want you gone, that's a pretty good. That's name. a that's a signal.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty good signal. So he's so he So being, he burnt. He, carry on. So yeah, so, so the, the other names that have been mentioned along with his are, are Johan Ackerman at um, obviously head director of gloster and um, Johan van grand who is coach at Munster. So those are the other two names that have been put in there. So uh, if if they land one of those three, that's um, that would be a good result for the Bulls Centre. Yes, it will be, and but, but I'm just I'm just when I shake my head, it's not because I don't think Jake
2: White is a is a very skilled rookie man. I do, hmm. and uh, it's not that he is English owned speaking, which he is, because he's also fully uh, bilingual, right, in our as well. But his bridges, he burnt them in his in his uh, biography in black and white. Um, which is a shocking read when you realise how badly South African's, how bad South African rugby leadership is. And so to see him so far down the interview process to bring him in to the Blue Bulls shows you how desperate the Blue Bulls are. There right? so must have
0: been a lot of people that um, have moved out since that, on, Sorry, mate. That was 2007, right? So we're talking in the last 12, 13 years that the administration in south africa has changed a lot and a lot of those guys who are around then probably are now are not, are not are not there anymore
2: well sound brutal to say this but one can only hope the,
0: yeah
2: because uh, yes because uh yeah i mean some of the decisions that were made you no know, this is where south africa and i know we are we are delving here for topics because we don't have chance but this is where South Africa has done differently after their last World Cup win than either of the previous two, because there is continuity. So Keith Christie coached in 05, has the only 100 percent winning record of a South African coach, of a springboard coach. He stepped down because he had leukemia, and he sadly died probably within two years of the World Cup final in 05. So the person who took over was Andre Markcraft, who deliberately dismantled that team, including dropping off We never uh, played again after that, before the spring. So he deliberately dismantled the team, and the head of South African rugby told the players he was going to get them because they held him over a barrel with uh, with um, Max. What's his name? Uh, the who's the, the head of POTS? Uh, what's his name? Murdoch, Rupert yep. Murdoch's offer, no, Kerry Packers, Kerry Packers' offer to um, to start a new rugby league, held it to ransom and the start a professionals professionalism, all of that turmoil, and he went out and he got right? The second time round was Jake White, no continuity because they booted him, or they made sure he knew he wasn't welcome, and they wouldn't give his job uh, to his assistant. Now we've got continuity. So I think it's, it's really good for world rugby that you've got Rassi Rasmus stepping into, back into his position of director of rugby and his, his assistant stepping in and continuing whatever they've set in place so they can continue with the improvements. Right? So uh, it makes the Springboks a lot stronger, but we want strong rugby. We don't want uh, a team that should reach the sort of levels that they reached and then suddenly fall off a cliff. That's a good rugby. Yep. Um, and what Herman pointed out is the embracing of rugby by the non-white population, especially the black population in South Africa, which is spearheaded by Sierra Kulisi. That's why we said when he was appointed and going into last year that the best chance for South Africa to win the World Cup, this is prior to them winning it, was if Warren Whiteley was captain because he's the best captain. But the most, but it's for the for the future of rugby, not just in South Africa but on the African continent, for the next 20 to 30 years, it was far more important for Kalisi to be captain. Not that he's a bad captain. He's clearly a good captain. That's not what I mean. Yeah. I just mean Warren Whiteley was the best captain. He got injured. He lost his, his place as Springbok captain. 18 months before because of injury
0: and at least he stepped in and, been, um, and, that's, and, that's, and yeah, we, yeah, we're reaping it. That, that, that's where Warren's had it. Yeah, he's, he's yeah very good player, very good captain for um, for, for the Lions as well um, and has not, um, uh, uh, Yeah, injury unfortunately has, t- has derailed his career over the last two, three years. Uh, it's been really no, sad to see. Uh, that. The last four years has four absolutely years? devastated okay. his career. Yeah, um, and the thing has been that it's
2: not the same injury It's a knee, it's a groin, it's a shoulder, it's a bicep. Yep. I mean, it's not one problem that he's been hit in one area and now it's weak. It's just his body almost like can't take the rigs.
0: So just to bring people up to speed on a couple of the rumours that are going around, apparently there is a suggestion being circulated around the Super Rugby franchises for an eight-week season, um, basically with... uh, the basic domestic season with each conference is playing itself home and away. Um, so that is being circulated apparently. Uh, so we'll see if anything comes of that. I think that actually that's it has got, got a low chance of success. I do know that the uh, and the reason I'm saying that is if we look at why the um, Plunkett Shield, which is the domestic cricket competition here in New Zealand, has been cancelled. It wasn't cancelled because of gatherings. It was cancelled because... Airports, hotels, and I can't remember what the other mentioned, uh, plus it was stadiums, um, are, but airports and hotels are high-risk locations to be putting people through. Um, and that's why they didn't want their players travelling through 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 airports and staying in hotels. So if that's the case for cricket, why should it be different for rugby? And I think that the, the, even a domestic competition at the moment is, yeah. uh, even if it is behind closed doors, and which is something I have been advocating for, I did, or was it was application for um I, I think it's very tough to see that actually go ahead your head
2: yeah no, and also to to back up what you're saying there uh, we know that rudy gobert was the domino that led to the nba that when that fell when he was diagnosed or, or when he tested positive for coronavirus the nba shut down the season and then all the other dominoes other things just fell after that What is not widely reported is that Rudy Gobert uh, was in a hotel room prior to being uh, tested, moved out, the next NBA team came in, and the video operator stayed in his hotel room for the next team. That video operator tested positive for coronavirus. So the thought may be, look, obviously there's multiple connections. You could pick it up somewhere else. Yeah. But the current thought is, is he picked it up from being in the same hotel room after and moved out? right? So this is the, the reality of what you're saying is how do you control that? I mean, you just need one player to test positive. And then every trainer that's worked with them, every player that's practiced with them, because remember rugby is all about this and this and tackle Contact, it's where every team that he's played against in the last two weeks they all got to be checked and isolated and tested. So it's it's very, very difficult to see how that's feasible.
0: Yeah, and because of those things you just said, um, New Zealand Rugby have announced the cancellation of all club rugby and training through until the 14th of April. Um, The only exception to this is non contact, so i.e., Ripper, um, potentially touch. As well, so maybe my my uh, my social touch on a Wednesday will still be going ahead. I can't make it this week, but hey, um, the important things in life—it's about me and, and the impact on my life than anything else. Um,
2: well, I've got the I've got to go-ahead from the orthopedic surgeon that my shoulder is up to play. Uh, Frizzy's rugby this season. I was all ready to go for it, but I think even touch—if you think about touch, how much perspiration gets on the ball, and you're passing the ball to each other and it's transferring all the time—and you know, guys are holding it under their arms and you know, just under their sweat arms. Coming
0: off you. What kind of touch do you play? Yeah, no, but Put do it you your hold arm it here. Yeah. it's
2: in your yeah, hands. Yeah, you should
0: be holding it here, yeah.
2: but you know that as you, you know that, yeah, you know, yeah. but you know what I'm saying, it's on you, it's on you all the time, even that. Um,
0: yeah, it's a tough one. Um, it is, and you've got to laugh, unfortunately, at some of the things that have been happening so the NRL last weekend decided that they would um, give all the ball boys um, gloves. It makes sense. And that whenever the ball went into the crowd, the ball boy would hand it to somebody who would sanitise the uh, the ball and they would hand it back to the ball boy who was wearing the same gloves that he touched the ball with before he handed it over. But hey, don't worry, the players are being protected. Um, so, mm. <laughs> uh, it's
2: like... Paul, it's like that thing. They recommend that we greet bumping elbows, right?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, now, we've, we've got the... So, uh, the Prime Minister has said, East Coast handshaked. So, just the, just yeah. the chin. Um, other ones... That I, I, Is like, this Jacinda Ardern that said this? Jacinda Ardern said that, yep. Yeah. Other ones... Okay. Um, well, that makes sense, because a few days ago it was do this, but at the
2: same time, if you've got a cough or sneeze them
0: through your elbow, and then you know it's like viruses don't go around corners. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of other ones, other good ones. So, um, uh, hangi, uh or the uh, uh, well, sorry, whatever, I've I, I got pronunciation wrong, but the Maoris like to touch nose to nose, um, as yeah, as the so a hungi. the hongi, the hongi, so a, so a long distance hongi, um, if say you're on the farm and you see someone in the next field you want to say hi to, but don't get all the way over, is to go and do, do, do a kind of uh. A remote nose, like be like blowing a kiss, kind of thing. So blow the nose over. Um, blow, the, so, blow the nose. <laughs> over. I, well, sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to be oh, yeah, The other one is, and um, so so New Zealand sign language. Uh, one is options to go. So that's how are you? Right. So that's so, there, so that's another one as well. So there's a number of options. We've also, we've also probably all, all of us have seen the little, um, GIF of the foot tapping as well. Um, so there's there's, oh, there's a number too. of oh. options. No, I haven't seen it. Haven't you? Oh, it's where basically you you, you go instep to instep with one foot, then instep to instep with the other foot. Um, And that's, yeah, this is a. Like like a river dance. Kind of, yeah. But yeah, and that's that's the Chinese one now. They're they're all doing the instep, tap, tap.
2: So I'm glad you rises again. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Because at the moment, um, I've still been going to. um, uh, So, yeah, I mean, I, I organized a coffee meetup this morning. Had coffee with someone else this afternoon. Um, so I'm still going about my, but yeah, but I'm doing my, doing the New Zealand Sign Language mm. one um, as, as a kind of way, as, as, a, as a kind of introduction rather than trying to shake hands. But it's so instinctive, I like it. uh, it's so instinctive I like just, it. to, um, just to go to shake a hand. Um, and both times I did at some point join the join the chat or when we said goodbye. But hey, um, it's one of those things we'll have to sort of learn and get used to. So the so that's the rumour at the moment, um, and that's the that's the way that um, the New Zealand rugby is um, is going. Uh, yeah, every competition has been called off. Let's be honest. For and, and whilst certain people might be saying X, Y, and Z of uh, of how um, so how long it might be. Let's be blunt here. Uh, as the New Zealand Rugby Players Association guy said, predicting anything beyond 16 days is pointless. We don't know what's yeah. going to happen. Um, and I think at the moment, even 16 days, if you know what's going to happen in two weeks' time, wow, um, get down to the bookie and lay some bets because you're doing very well. Most of us haven't got it yet. Uh, have been have been caught out by surprise by a number of announcements over the last three to four days. Um, and uh, I think that's uh, only going to continue as to as to how how how, how much this all locks down um, until this, until to, I mean today we went from still having the. Uh, Waikato Rugby Union uh, Waikato Rugby Club competition kicking off all together with all all the first round at Morinsville to everyone playing at home to the competition being cancelled over the space of 8 hours so yeah these things change rapidly um, and I think it's going to continue to do so
2: yeah and uh, this is a good time to be a farmer (laughs) you have uh, you're the one person in the world at the moment who everybody wants you to keep your job, right? Not that anybody wishes ill on others, and everybody uh, hopefully should wish well to others that they keep their jobs. But we all want the farmers to stay and work, right? <laughs> there's uh, there's going to be demand no matter what for their product. Um, yeah, I think this is the time where you know if the one thing that I could recommend to to viewers is uh, to reassess your luxury spend, let's put it that way. You know, it's time to to have a look at what are your essentials food, light bulbs, toilet rolls. You know, please don't go and assault somebody for another pack of toilet rolls. That's just absolutely ridiculous. But what I'm trying to say is just focus on on, on that the only thing that I would say is an important luxury spend is your streaming because we're gonna be spending a lot of time catching up up on movies and binge watching, and maybe we'll end up doing a, well, a little sideline of what we recommend for binge watching. No, no, no. Sure. I've,
0: I've, I've got a few few content ideas, so don't worry. But I'll just point out here that I'm I'm fine for toilet roll. Um, so yeah, my i uh, put it put it more in the middle. It is it's It's, smack I mean, in, it's, it's in the middle for people who are on, who are watching the show. Oh, oh sorry, okay. because right. you're, you're you're on that camera. You're on a different camera. Oh, look at you. So yeah, so I'm <laughs> I'm I'm good for toilet roll. Um. That, and to look, our, I'm, our, our mutual friend Simon Moitara, yep.
2: um, who has done a, a couple of broadcasts with you and uh, is captain of the Prezi's team at Marist here, and, and Marist, all uh, boys here in um, in Hamilton, he put a toilet roll on uh, bid or buy, or on the Trade Me, which is a bidding thing, and his starting bid was
0: $200. And did anybody actually take it? <laughs>
2: He put it up for a few hours and then he took it down. He's such a decent fella. He thought it was in poor taste, probably. So he it probably you know. it But so so yeah, yes. I
0: thought it
2: was a great joke.
0: Um, yeah, it's, and then also, I, I, I sorry, I, I have been caught panic buying. Um, I, I would like to apologize, but I, I was down to my last can of uh, tonic, so I am very sorry about that, folks. But I did go. Um, I did do a little bit, little bit of That's panic good buying, save, mate. buying there. So. That's close. Um, it was close. Good said. But I think I think um, I think with uh, I think I think I think that was that, that was fair there. And um, look, all joking aside. Look, there's there's yeah. Don't panic buy, please. Um, there are going to be a lot of uh, yeah. Make sure you have got enough money for yourself. Um, but also, there are a lot of small businesses and a lot of um, people who uh, a lot of uh, independent yeah, yeah. people who are going to be struggling a lot over the next couple of months. So, um, if you can buy local, if you can. Um, Supports yeah, yeah. uh, people who are doing. Uh, if you, if if only if you have the spare cash. Let's be blunt here. Um, but if you can, yeah, support people um, and other things like uh, if um, uh, that's that listening to people's podcasts who've got adverts on the things like that will help them get some sort of income, mm-hmm. um, etc. So good point. so there are things like that you can do that, that might not might not um, cost you anything. One of the interviews I'm getting set up is with Nick Heath, um, who people might know, who is a uh, uh, is a radio commentator. For, for TV, sorry no, it's a rugby commentator for TV in um, uh, in the UK uh, and I'm going to have him on and we're going to have a chat about what this impact means to the kind of rugby industry um, from obviously from a com- as, as his personal experience as a uh, as, as a contractor in the industry and how he's suddenly gone from having um, income to having no income pretty much overnight mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to be discussing mm-hmm. that with him uh, so, that, so that, that show will be coming out um, hopefully over the next week if I can get that organized that one um, so yeah uh, for for example his his podcast is called Q commentator um, so yeah go have a listen to those um, because they are they are interesting and I say the ad revenue will help them out as well um, mm. so that's coming up also um, had a chat with somebody today and he was saying look I wonder I, I'd love to reminisce about the time that um, Auckland got back the Ranfurly shield um, so what I will be putting a challenge out to my regular contributors, like John, um, like Herman, like uh, Stephen Harris, Arshin, etc. Guys, do you have a game that you would like to, uh, from the past, that you would like to, to go over and have a chat about? Um, I will fi- I will hunt down that game. I will watch it ahead of time, make some notes, um, and we'll put out some shows uh, over the next few weeks where we're discussing uh, yeah. classic games that some yeah. um, that, that were fun for us over. The last, um, well, from 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 history, so a few retro shows. Um, so look out for those um, as well. Um, did I watch any Rapid rugby this weekend? I did watch a little bit of it, but um, uh, it was in between trying to watch all the Super Rugby, and I must admit, it was all a bit crazy this weekend um, because not only were was I watching rugby, but there were too many announcements going on about what was being cancelled, what wasn't being cancelled, and it just got um, all a bit nuts um, to be to be honest. So so, hopefully you enjoyed Rapid rugby. I do think, and actually, yeah, hell, let's run over. I think this was a massive missed mis- opportunity for Rapid Rugby. Here we have a, a tournament, and perhaps I'm not being empathetic enough towards players, um, to, to, be, to be fair, but here we have a tournament that's in its first season. It only has six teams. It's a small tournament. Um, potentially, they could have rushed all the six teams to one location, hired six hotels for the next two months. Let's be honest, those hotels aren't going to be full anyway, and then have played all the games behind closed doors. So it's not like they would be flying through and travelling a lot. They'd be in the same hotel room for the next eight weeks. So it's not like there's the the issue of moving into a new room Mm -hmm. and catching something. You're not travelling through Mm -hmm. hotels. um, And I really think they could have... Now, admittedly, those players... They played in
2: one stadium, in one set of practice facilities... Played the games, play three games one after another, producing what is now priceless content for the sports channels who have nothing live to, to show anymore. They could have produced content. They could have controlled contact. It's a very good point you made.
0: Um, very I did, good point. I did email Global Rapid Rugby and said, hey, look, this is what you need to do, and here's how you need to um, get, the, get get the get the message out there. Um, Chris Ye writes I'm, 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 whilst you're saying that South China Tigers and China Lions beating Fiji and Samoa was a surprising I predicted all three results this weekend um, in Global Rugby Rugby so hey yay me I was three from three did you make any money? no not on that one <laughs> I did make money on my Super Rugby predictions though and if you want to see how that went go go to drivingmore.com and check out Driving More versus the bookie uh, because yes I uh, had another winning round and I am winning overall this season against the bookie in Super Rugby, Six Nations, and Pro 14, um, so across all of them. So if you want to go check out how that's how that's going, I'd say drivermore.com um, is where you can get all that information. So, yes, I, I do think that they missed out on an opportunity there. They could have all flown to Fiji, for example, maybe, um, rather than necessarily having it in Perth. Um, mm. So the, you say to um, the
2: team, six weeks in Fiji is not the worst uh, thing to do
0: with your life. I was thinking, yeah, imagine moving that, a working holiday to Fiji for, 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 um, for the next eight weeks, for two months. Oh dearie me! That would have been a hard, hard life. Yeah. Um, now, to be fair to me, look, I'm, that's not being perhaps not being empathetic towards, towards those players' families, who they'll be separated from for two months, um, etc. Um, and, and some players, you give dispensations. They look, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Um, and I'm sure there'll be an extra Fijian lad or two who'd be happy to fill in those spaces in the, in, in the squad. Um, but yes, I do think. Um, I do think there that there was uh, that the global economy had a real opportunity there. Now, that window was only open for about 12 to 24 hours to make that decision, and they missed it.
2: Here's a thought, though, Paul, yep. um, and I, I see we have about to run over, but just something to think about is um, the world is going to change completely after this. There's going to be massive changes. Uh, right from from simple small things that are really uh, just sports related and on, on the whole when it comes to life and death and not that big right through to the way people think and the way people appreciate because so many things that we are so used to living with like life sports being able to uh, head down to the pub uh, being able to go to a place and congregate all these kind of things which we live in a free country So used to having, um, I think there'll be at least for a generation a sense of gratitude returning to uh, uh, the world, and and rather than this kind of like um, what's the word, uh, not complacency, but when you take things for granted. Hmm. But one of the things that that could change is sporting schedules. So, where what brought this to mind is I was hearing a discussion about the NBA, and. They say that if the NBA uh, can start again in three or four months, they will. They'll play the playoffs. They'll leave the end of the season probably and go straight into the playoffs. And instead of finishing in June, that means that they'll finish July, August, September, October, right, which is normally uh, roundabout when they start, October and November, which means that they'll then start the new season probably somewhere around Christmas Day or the beginning of January, and actually there has been arguments for some time that that would be the right place to start the season, to play, instead of playing October to June, to play uh, from Christmas Day through to August. And in that way, they're not up against college football, and they're not up against the NFL. In the thick of the NFL season, when there's so many games in the weekend, the NBA, would have a lot of that to themselves. Um, and uh, yeah, so that would be a much better fit for the NBA and much more lucrative. And what we may see with rugby is we may see shifts in seasons. It may happen because suddenly it's out of their hands. It's not as if suddenly you have to get everybody on board to agree to run longer or take a gap or have a, a break in cash flow. The break in cash flow is not going really to have to be agreed on. It's happening. And what you might find is that when rugby starts up again, it might be in a different place. And once it starts going, people might go, hey, hang on a second. Yeah? Maybe this is the time to play. So Whether that's Southern Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere, I don't know. But
0: certain this opportunities is, like that will... This is open. John advocating for summer rugby in the Northern Hemisphere.
2: Well, I what I do advocate is that that's the most logical. If that doesn't come into it come to fruition, it shift the southern hemisphere to the summer again. right yep but one way or another, get alignment get alignment
0: because yeah. playing it at in odds with each other doesn't make sense. Yeah Christopher Christopher in the live chat says the same thing. yeah this is a great opportunity to potentially have a global season. But he doesn't see it happening. We'll see. Maybe, um, but it is, as you say, I, I, I think it. Yeah, it, it, it's a possibility, but it's a long shot. Um, yeah,
2: but he, what you you pointed out something so good, Paul, when you said there was an opportunity that opened there uh, for global Rapid rugby to make a decision and think outside the box, and so and they didn't take it. this 12 to 24 hours, maybe they weren't agile enough. Maybe they weren't bright enough. Maybe they didn't read your email. Maybe they just didn't have the courage to, to grasp the metal. But the point being here is this is a possibly once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to change things that we've always done. We spoke right at the beginning about the ludicrous travel schedule to Sukawakei and and how that has, without doubt, affected Results and had a direct impact on the
0: um, competitive balance of playoff matches. And it's uh, and to be honest with you, it's going to get worse next year with the round-robin format as well. So when you look at it from that perspective, this is an opportunity
2: for us to throw stuff in the air and say, right, um, there's always this, um, there's always this argument that. That broadcast contracts are in place and you can't change anything. Blah blah, blah blah blah. Well, it's all gone now. Uh, all these broadcasters will be desperate for content, right? Because they're losing, they're just bleeding subscribers
0: now. And so, two 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 things yeah. that are that um that are happening. One well two that happen. One is I've done a video that is out of the box thinking as to how Scottish rugby could raise more revenue. So go over to drivemore.com if you want to check that one out. Secondly, Major League Rugby have thought outside the box, and they are going to run an esports competition where each team will put up a player who will be playing um, an online rugby game, and they'll be playing online rugby against each other um, in Major League Rugby, which is a... Yeah, it's a, they're going to stream, it, excellent. On, stream it on YouTube. And, I mean, um, it's brilliant. And, and, and because uh, you and I both know
2: our kids watch... YouTube videos of other people playing games which doesn't make sense to us um, but that's what they do so that's brilliant being I mean, you can you can foster uh, interest in the game by doing that that's brilliant so there's opportunities like that opportunities like the one that you mentioned where we can we can shift things we can change things um, and will we be able to to have the courage to make some of these changes and to say everything is up for discussion. We've got months here ahead of us that we can take and pick apart schedules, programs, travel, bookings, blah, blah, blah. We can, all of it, competition structures, all of it is up for discussion.
0: So right. I'm just thinking on the fly, but I do have a Cornflake, um, who has been on the sh- who uh, has, what uh, was, has not been on the channel as much this year as previous years because he was planning a trip, planning a once-in-a-lifetime holiday to America that got cancelled 48 hours before he flew, um, which is very oh, sad. Wow. Um, but um, that wow. does mean he's now in New Zealand for the foreseeable future. He runs a channel that is about rugby computer gaming called Cornflakes, so go check that out. But he will be the perfect person to review um, the gameplay and the st- of, of these major league teams. So yeah, just thinking on the fly, I need to talk to him about that and uh, yeah, discuss how we get uh, ha- how we review those major league rugby games, because, yes, you might be getting post-match reaction straight from the major league rugby computer games um, coming soon to, you, to, to, to a uh, to a screen near you. Hey, nice. think outside the box. Don't uh, don't give up on any idea. If you have any constant ideas if there's anything you'd love to hear about, do let me know. As I say, we'll be looking at those retro games. Uh, that is a plan I, I, I have. Um, I was planning on doing a whole bunch of coverage of club rugby, but it got cancelled. Um, uh, so I was going to cover Waikato. Um, I had another person who was going to cover North Harbour, um, Stephen Harris, who a lot of you will know was going to cover. I, I was going to get him to cover, cover the Auckland competition. Um, so, and I yeah, know people in, in other, other regions as well that would have covered it. Um, and we would have had a coverage of club rugby in New Zealand. Unfortunately, as I say, that's all been cancelled. So that plan has gone out the window. Um, in the last uh, in, in the last four or five hours, um, and that's how quick things are moving at the moment. Um, we let's be honest. Um, I was supposed to be writing six prediction articles this week. Um, I'm expecting what um, the the uh, the traffic on my website to basically probably knock two zeros off the end of it. It's going to drop that much this week because of those yeah. the lack of predictions. Um, the so the this 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 is hard times for. Content creators, we've got nothing to con- create content around, to a certain degree. Um, so we're scrabbling for things. If there's stuff that you, if there's anything you would like to hear about from a rugby point of view, let me know, uh, and I'll see what I can do and what we can put together. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's all fun and games up there. I'm lucky, um, in that uh, I'm pretty sure my supporters will all stick around. Um, but there's a lot of other people who are relying on ticket sales, uh, etc., that aren't in such a, a lucky situation. Um, so think about them uh, as, as, as well. Thank you, uh, John, for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure yet again. Um, it's been a pleasure. And uh, obviously, thank you to Herman, who had to uh, had to drop off. Um, and thank you, everyone, who's been in the live chat. Don't forget, check out drivermore.com. Hit subscribe down below. Put that bell on so you don't miss any notifications. Because you know what? Whilst this show will definitely be going on at 8pm every Tuesday night, as I say, there may be other things cropping up as and when we come across them. Um and uh, one of the things that I will be doing a video about will be what options does Super Rugby have to finish its season? We've discussed a couple of them on tonight. There are other ones as too, other ones too, um, and uh, hopefully um, you will uh, enjoy that video as well, folks. Stay safe. And if I can just,
2: oh. if I can just say one last thing, remember what Paul said: support your local
0: businesses. Thank you. Yep. Support
2: your local businesses if you can buy locally at the local grocer. If you can buy bread and milk at the local guy, um, go for it. Support your local businesses, support the, the businesses around you. And um, yeah, we need to support each other in the next few months more than ever.